it's time for another Talk Colony podcast. I'm Tracy, and I'm here with a special guest that we've had with us before, Mike from Pop Culture Review and also from SoManyShows.com is here with us. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's going on, Tracy? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I love when Jay's absent. I, I get the <laughs> fill-in for him. <laughs> yes, it'll be good. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember from the last time we talked together. I, am I going to have to shut you down with Snyder Talk like I do with Jay, or are you a little more open-minded about the different characters? I I, I agree with Jay <laughs> insofar as I think Snyder is the greatest character on the show, but uh-huh. but I don't have, and especially this season, all the characters basically that I never really liked before or got behind, I mm-hmm. like them all a lot more to ranging from a lot more to really, really like this season. So, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I think I'm probably more balanced uh, than Jay. Jay's really dug in his heels. Uh, I, we do uh-huh. agree about Snyder, though. I do think Snyder yeah. is the beat me. So. I, I, I have grown more, uh, I don't know, fond is the right word of, of Snyder because he can be very duplicitous and he, uh, he had he had some ugly behavior uh for sure this week. But the way Peter Jacobson plays him and the way you're always guessing, um, it fascinates me. So I, I guess I've become more fascinated with him with his character yeah. over time and really have an appreciation for I have, how I also have character. Thoughts, Yeah, and I have thoughts about his character arc. Because I, I yeah. know he's doing some things that are making people unhappy, but I think there's a long con game here that he is running that mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to prove it all worthwhile. And I really okay. like it. Otherwise, I'm going to have some egg on my face. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, think, I think Snyder's more on top of it than everyone's giving him credit for. I'm, I'm kind of holding out hope in that vein as well. But but let's hit on that. Um, with I, When I watched last night, I felt like I needed to pick up the phone and call Jay and say, Luis, because in season one, when Snyder executes Luis, a.k.a. Geronimo, I was just like, mm-mm, no way. And then he goes and has someone killed last night. Like, it's hard, it's easy to, easier to ignore certain behaviors because even his involvement with Charlie's death, I, I don't make that a direct connection, you know, even though think. we lost him. But when you see him have someone strangled, um, as with Harris last night, it really bumps me back on the other side of the track. Um, do you, so what are your initial thoughts about that? Did it, did it surprise you? Did you know that he was going to be bringing Harris to an end or did you, did you think it was going to be more of he was going to utilize him in some way? I thought he was going to try and flip him, though when I saw it all play out, mm-hmm. the, the Italian mafia inside of me was mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I get that. I see that plan. I, I see the greater good that I think mm. Snyder would, I think that would be, I think if you put him on the couch, you know, in like mm-hmm. a late night talk show thing, I think he would be like, yeah, Harris, he would sacrifice for the greater good for what I think Snyder's overall plan is. Okay. Um, hard though. Like, like yeah. really vicious. Like, I, yeah. I, mean, I really, I really have any feelings about Snyder. I feel like it was really two episodes of like really getting uh, Harris kind of getting to know him. So I, I wasn't really attached to him, but it was pretty mm-hmm. shocking though. It was pretty mm-hmm. shocking to me that they did that. Yeah, oh, for sure, for me. And it's just like, oh, now I don't want to like you at all. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm that kind of person. So Peter Dickinson is really hard to not like, though. Uh, which exactly. I think definitely 
yeah, it definitely colors yeah. my view of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that was obviously a big event. You, um, Snyder had talked last week saying they needed to basically take a risky move or, you know, do some kind of maneuver to draw out time. And I would say in that regard, it was very successful. It definitely got his attention. Yeah. Um, I think it put him on his heels for the really first time. I think you saw fear. Mm-hmm. I, I think you saw fear and anger break through Kynes' very cool exterior for the first time last night, mm-hmm. uh, which was interesting, which was which was interesting to watch, which I think is what Snyder's entire point was. I think that's what he yeah. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So he um, he responds in uh, definitely in dramatic fashion and kind of shuts down the the network basically. Um, does he get rid of the algorithm? Does he turn it off? Does he what does he tell his his coworker to do there with the server? Well, what has happened? Do you think to the algorithm itself and all that data? I think he I think he shut it down. I think that's what he told I, I think that's what he told him, right? Because the guy looked at him and he says, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. we knew it was going to be forever." You know, yeah. I think I, I think I think they're using that algorithm really to, to cater to and pull in all of the possible outliers they could uh, mm-hmm. in secret. And mm-hmm. I think I, I think he was like, "All right, this is go time." You know, it wasn't okay. going to be on the schedule that we were planning, but we knew it was coming. And, so and your your guess is that it cannot be revived again or utilized again. It would have to be rebuilt. You think? In order to ever that, use it again, Kinds is Kinds is a smart guy, um, uh-huh. and I, I think he's got backups to his backups. So I imagine okay. he probably has some kind of reasonability. But I think the way they were talking about it was that that current incarnation is a done thing. That it's, it's not, not just yeah. turned back on. I don't think it's just done a switch thing. they can flip back on. Okay, yeah, done okay. Thing. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. I'm just curious what you thought. Um, and so yeah. then the phones are down. All the communication um, is that data gone um, of what has happened in the colony and tracking is that the network is down but is the data gone from all the activity that has occurred in the colony you know my feeling on I actually had that thought my feeling my reaction to that question in my head when I watched was man it was lucky that Katie had that printout Oh right, right. That, that she, right. That, she could, that she convinced her, yeah. you know, her cohort at work there. Well, she kind of, uh, you know, extorted her uh, mm-hmm. to print out the list of the outliers as of that date. Uh, man, what a handy time to have paper and not yeah. be relying on a computer system, you know? Exactly. So yeah, yeah. That was kind of where my mind went to. Was everyone? Uh, hopefully, you have your paper backups, and you know, right. we know that at least that little part of the faction does. So. And thankfully, uh, they had a. a a protocol in place, a rally point that if that were to occur. Now, when we go to that warehouse or whatever at the end where a lot of the outliers meet up, um, it it was a large room of them, but are there more? And how are we going to find them now that communications are down? Do you have any thoughts on that? I'm just picking uh, your brain. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I know. I thought it was interesting, you know, that uh, he went right in, they went right into the protocol. You know, mm-hmm. this is not the swiftest, and I think this is, I, I kind of, I'm on, I think, Broussard and Will's uh, feeling, and it's the feeling I'm getting from, maybe I'm just reading into their feelings, is that we're not dealing with the most elite of soldiers here, or the most organized. I think Broussard and Will and, and, mm-hmm. and Katie and Amy, I think that they think they're the bee's knees when it comes yeah. to uh, the best, uh, the, the most applicable to do a resistance thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys clearly think that they are. You know, they've got their right, balls and yeah. they've got their chain of command and Harris was our boss and, 
You know, they can't even answer the question, was Harris working as, like, a double agent, you know? Um, But, uh, But yeah, they had blind faith in him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, what he says goes. Yeah. Yeah, I think Seattle is a really soft block. I don't know that these guys have the sharp edge that your Broussards and your Wills and your Katies have, you know, who who earned their stripes. Like, Mm -hmm. they were deep in it in L.A., you know, they mm-hmm. weren't – it wasn't theoretical, like, you know, Ivy Leaguers talking about resistance. Like, right. Bizarre and Will and Amy, like, they have earned their stripes, and I, and I think that comes through in what comes maybe as, like, uh, as ego or, like, bravado. I think okay. it's earned. I, I think they earned their okay. stripes, and I, yeah. I think they're looking at these guys as, like, you're in Seattle where there's no crime unless kind is, like, orchestrated crime. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know what resistance is. I think that's kind of the di- dichotomy. Uh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised to see – Broussard and and will rise to the top of the ranks just by force sure. and experience. personality. Yeah, yeah, and experience. You know, and They've, and, and, and not and not afraid are, to say it. These other guys and gals are chomping at the bit. They're ready. They think they're ready. They want to be ready. They, they think they're ready. Um, but yeah, I I agree. They don't. We don't have any knowledge of them having the experience. Um, the experience. I don't think they know with, what ready means. With with the with the hosts and with the raps and the technology right. and things like that, I think things have been slowly revealed to them. Um, about so, um, yeah, that that's a good point. So, what about um, Amy coming back? Any thoughts there? In that interaction I don't know. With Katie? I, I thought her interaction with Katie was amazing. Talk <laughs> about awkward. Talk about awkward. She's like, has Will done anything that I should know about? You know, yeah. like. What an awkward conversation, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, it was, I think they almost bonded by the fact that Will and, and, and Eric have become such, you know, big buddies, as yeah. it seems. I think Katie's a little hurt about that. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, she, I think she definitely feels a little, like, kind of left out in the cold, but at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. I think Will thought she was really, and he says it to her in the episode, you know, I thought you would jump at this at this chance. Like, you're almost getting yeah. the impression that Will has gone whole hog into this resistance thing yeah. for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of leaving him out in the cold, but he's he's in, you know. He's in right. Bruce kind of bought into it. Like they can't turn back now. I'm going. He says. Yeah. Uh, there was no caution with her before, and and now she's the one that has some reservations now and then. Right. And um, but it, I I thought it was interesting to to first of all that you okay who are you and well this is my house you know so it was yeah. it's the the um the the leverage, you know, kind of shifted, and, and Katie was surprised that she didn't know who she was. You know, Katie, I think Katie's used to people in the, you know, resistance group, you know, knowing who she is and, and, and making a name for herself. And um, so it was a little weird, like, well, no, actually, this is my house, and I, who are you, <laughs> you know? But they seemed friendly yeah. by the end. It, it did seem awkward, yeah. but they sort of bonded over, um, you know, the fact that yeah, these guys they like their you know, what did they? I can't remember what she said. <laughs> yeah, it was like go like going loud or going hard or something like that. It was like yeah. it was like basically they don't do anything small. Like they're aggressive guys yeah. kind of thing. And it was you know it was almost like the the women being left at home and them mm-hmm. kind of being like you know we'll be left at home only because we're we're allowing you to leave us at home kind of. And I, I think that was their takeaway. I you know I still like Amy. I think. I think at this point the show has done her a disservice for where I think she's supposed to be. I mean, it mm-hmm. may be completely wrong. She may turn out to be the traitor that everyone that won't trust her yet uh, is is still thinking. But I think I think her 
heart is in the right place. Um, I don't know that they've just expressed it well enough, though. I really think okay. that she just has her own point of view on how this all should run. But, again, she's got a point of view that's not really been brandished in the fire that mm-hmm. Sard and Amy and Will, uh, Katie and Will have gone through. You know, even mm-hmm. her being, you know, dispatched is still still out of the thick of the fighting and fire that those others saw. So I right. don't know. You know, it's like her whole thing about Will and Snyder. Listen, if Snyder, if Will kills Snyder in that torture scene, mm-hmm. I, I think you're hard pressed to really, in in the context of war, I think you're mm-hmm. hard pressed to really hold him accountable. I think, you know, I kind of agree with Broussard. Like he had earned that life for okay. what the Bowmans have been through and for what Snyder has done. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that's an unreasonable point of view in a war context. Uh, okay. Okay. Obviously, Amy. You know, Amy. Amy has a purity to her that the others don't, but born of, you know, not having to maybe suffer or lose mm-hmm. as much as the Bowman have. You know. Okay. So. Yeah. I, I I mentioned to Jay last week that I I feel like you know maybe I kept waiting for a big reveal with her or a twist, and then mm-hmm. I think, but I I'm not I'm not really waiting on that anymore. I do have one other thing to say that might lead in that direction, but for the most part. I feel like it's just been to shed light on relationships and and humanity and that she thinks she wants to help, but then she has reservations. And, um, you know, we like the idea of someone sort of pairing up with Broussard, whether it's as a friend or more, um, you know, because he's been such a loner and she's kind of called him out on that. And, you know, it's been been like an evolution a little bit of his character you know, by having her there. So for the most part, I don't think there's some big twist. I think it's just been a little bit of back and forth um, as in, you know, a relationship type situation. But one thing that caught me off guard a little bit when she was talking to Katie, um, she said, so do you have kids or something like that? And and, and she's like, no. And she said, I was at a conference um, when I was here. So so I'm alone. But she didn't really say that she didn't have family, she just said, so I'm, it, it, do you know what I'm saying? And I'm making yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I picked, up, I picked up on it. It was vague, but I also, when when the wall, when the block came down, she was working in the hospital, wasn't didn't she? Hadn't she just gotten off of her shift in, in, San, in San Bernardino? And that's when the guy well, came, the resistance guy came and brought her down to the basement. And they did the, they did the table I don't think that's when the wall came down though. I, because that threw me at first too. Because I think what she was saying was, I was here for a conference. You know, I came to the conference by myself, so I'm here alone. Now. Oh, was that, she didn't, she didn't really, that might have been when the rendition happened. Was that maybe when, yeah. maybe when that scene, that's when it, so she was already yeah. here. She was already, I think she got stuck here because she was at a conference. Whether she has other family anywhere, I don't know, because she basically said, I was at a conference, so I'm here by myself. I think she ended up working at a hospital, you know, because that's her trade or, you know, whatever, um, her skill set. But that was Um, her. Yeah, I don't think when they all came outside, that wasn't the wall coming down. I think that was when... um, Something with the rendition, maybe in Los Angeles. I think that, that makes more sense. Yeah, because that in was the air. Like, yeah. that's not true. You were working, but no, you. Uh, yeah, you may, that that makes more sense. But still, I, I also agree. The other part of that was, you know, you didn't really answer the question. You know, exactly, you, exactly. You, you gave you gave a 
you gave an answer. It wasn't an answer to the yeah. question, you know, so, so which would be interesting. I feel like there's enough information that's withheld that maybe there could be some more development, whether or not it's a twist that's or something. Season four. Some more development. Yeah, let's hope that's so. Season four development. Um, yeah. I agree with you, though, and, and this has been my whole line on Amy, too, and when people ask, you know, about her, my whole line about her has been, I think her purpose was to was to humanize Broussard. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think Broussard goes through this journey alone, and I think mm-hmm. he is even worse than he's ever been before insofar as being a loner. I think having her on that journey up the coast, I think she even talked about, uh, mm-hmm. about up the coast that she mentioned when they went through the, the ice-cold water. Like, she's like this Jiminy Cricket, you know, hope side sitting on Broussard's uh, shoulder, which I think he yeah. needed to do in order to make Broussard able to work with Will. Okay. I don't, I don't know that that oil and vinegar of Will and Broussard hmm. works if mm-hmm. he doesn't soften up a little bit. Because okay. Okay. Broussard and Will are, have been not the best of friends, you know, uh, right. ever. And, and I think that slight thawing on Broussard's personality has made him accessible enough where he can now embrace this new ally. But he doesn't have Katie. He's got mm-hmm. he's got Katie's partner. He's got Will now. So yeah. I think that has been Amy's most value added arc. Um, mm-hmm. Has been just that that change in in her. Yeah. So yeah, she's definitely been a part of changing the dynamic of of their the connections. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the the way they interact together, and just adding the element of Katie like feeling left out and coming back in and acting a little bit differently. It's just I, I think that's what yeah those dynamics um, has been driving the you know the story from that end. So all right, so Helena shows up um, conveniently. I'm doing that in air quotes. So. <laughs> Uh, Kynes calls, um, Helena and, and Snyder out completely. And he pretty much lays on the line what we've been guessing is, is a possibility with him. And, and you see if you, if you agree that I'm stating this correctly, that their intention is to take him down, uh, to discredit him, to take over the colony, because ultimately whatever happens with the rats, um, the IGA, the, the the humans that are collaborating with the host are really the greedy ones that want to take over everything um, and exploit the situation in the end with, with Earth. And that he has been, we find out that he has been putting, you know, identifying these outliers and building this group and trying to, like they called it an arc, um, the guy at the end described it as an arc, like he's collecting two of each kind, you know, right. whatever, to, to have. And not just soldiers, you know, thinkers. Yeah, not just soldiers, doctors, right. You know, right, like they, you know, Amy was a neurosurgeon, you know. Right, exactly. I think he, the, the guy calls it the, the reboot of civilization. Yeah, yeah. So it's just There's so much up. there. Uh, so. I think there was, there's so much there, I think, in kinds of reaction to Helena and Snyder tonight and mm-hmm. learning about um, really, really fleshing out. If you remember the beginning of last week's episode where you see Harris meets with the resistance guy and then he, you mm-hmm. know, about getting guns and then he goes in the kinds of office and, and kind of finds them. And yeah. then he's like, maybe we need to give him some weapons. Really uh-huh. fleshing that out. 
you know. And, yeah, because we weren't quite sure. You yeah. weren't quite sure. I don't know that I'm still quite sure. You know? Well, like, that's, yeah, I wanted to see what you thought. Do you feel like we? it's definitive now? Do, can we say that Kynes is a good guy, or is there still room for ulterior motives with him? So it sounds like for you the, the jury's still out. I think, you know, I, 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 I definitely picked up the fact that this show wants me to be like, look at this guy. He's a patriot, <laughs> you know? He's, he's, why all the subterfuge then? You've gone through all of this. You yeah. have this grand plan of keeping these outliers out. Why not tell them? Why? Yeah. Why? Why, why the delay? Is it yeah. only, why is it only at the rally point that this new number, this new Harris, tells people mm-hmm. you've been working for times all along? Like, yeah. Why? Wouldn't you have been yeah. engendering more loyalty if you had just been straight up? Like, there's too many question marks. Kind. Yeah. Too cute by half, or too close to the vest. Or, it seems like a lot or, of information to unload on them in a crisis situation. Yeah, you know, a lot of this is information we could have used, you know, a couple months ago and known what we were working towards, known that you know this was a down low resistance thing. I, if it turns out that he is is playing, you know, I think either he's sincere. Or uh-huh. he's not sincere, and he's really just a different version of Snyder, you know, okay. who, who says yeah. that's mine. He's like, I play all sides. It's my gift. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know that Kynes is completely innocent of that, too. He's cooperating with these with the, with the reps. You know, he's, he's, yeah. he's cut the IJA out. He's talking directly to them. If you hear his side, they gave mm-hmm. him the food technology. They, right. you know, like, he's not reverse engineering, which is what Snyder is accusing him of doing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got a direct line to the left. Um, right. So, I don't know. Which yeah, would that's play back, I guess that's cool. It would play back into the Gree thing that he is suggesting about Helena and the IGA because, you know, they assume that he is, like you said, they, they think he's reverse engineering, but they would be jealous if the, if the hosts are just giving him this. You know, why does he have that? I want that. You know, that would play into the the whole idea of them ultimately just being greedy and wanting to take over the earth for themselves. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting. You have to wonder if you, you go back to the uh, beginning of the season, if the IGA had just given Kind the credit it looked like he was looking for and had used the algorithm in the way that mm-hmm. he said that he intended it to be used from the, from word go. Mm-hmm. Does he do the Seattle thing? Does he do the move or does he stay with the program? You know, is this all just right. born of him and his ego feeling like I could do it better than Helena and the other, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the governors and such in Davos? Is this mm-hmm. really just an ego with him? Because he's a giant egomaniac. I, he's got as big an ego as Snyder. Mm-hmm. Uh, True. And and much less willing to eat crow, I think, the way Snyder is. You know, Snyder is willing for you to call him a moron as long as Snyder yeah. takes his way at the end of the day. You right, know, right. I don't think Kynes, Kynes doesn't take the slings and arrows, I think, as well as Alan does, um, mm-hmm. which is going to be an interesting uh, I think will play out interestingly if he can, you know, he cracked today, you know, when he finally confronts yeah. uh, Helena and uh, and then Snyder on the street and he calls, you know, like the evil witch and her little sidekick, you know, yeah. like he, he can't control his motions around them anymore. Snyder never breaks like that. 
Yeah. You know? That's um, true. That's true. He, yeah. Or if he does, he does it in a calculated way. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when every time Snyder has ever broken and shown, quote, unquote, emotion or some kind of outburst, I think it's yeah. always proven to be some kind of calculated thing you just didn't realize at the time. You know? And, it's and, and maybe – it, maybe it was a device to let the, to, to inform the audience of, of what Kynes really thinks is going on. But I, too, was surprised that he just sort of laid it out there on the line with them. Like, no, you just want people to be weak, and um, you didn't use the algorithm to find the best. You want to use the weak so that you can then reap the benefits and, you know, exploit the situation and take over everything. And that was kind of, okay, if that is what they're doing, that's one thing, but – he kind of laid a, a lot on the line there. With, uh, played played some of his cards, you know, some of his best cards, I guess. If he yeah, did, so it, yeah. The, it, again, it could be it could a device to sort of inform the audience of where the where he thinks things are. But he sort of lost. It felt like he lost a little bit of um, control, self control. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, my, my gut instinct, my gut instinct on kind is especially in. in Learning about the whole uh, uh, the, the arc that the arc imagery, mm-hmm. which is extremely religious, uh, the the rebooting the civilization, it, the way he's talking about the big mm-hmm. minds and small minds with Snyder, yeah. and all, you know, and you know, and Alan tells him that the small minds are going to take you down, and um, it kind of really kind of comes off as this whole. Did you ever see the movie Tomorrowland where? The best no. and the brightest go and create like a pocket universe because mm-hmm. the Earth is doomed. So they've decided okay. to live off in like this other universe because they feel it's their duty, their high-minded uh, duty to recreate society once it's finally done itself in. And, mm-hmm. and, it, and it really smacks as this whole elitist, uh, you know. Um, it's actually an Ayn Rand concept. This whole, this whole, we're we're too good for society. Society is okay. too damned at this point. So we're yeah. just going to hide out here with our big brains and yeah. be able to restart it all once you've all killed yourself, you you pedestrians. Um, yeah. And I and it kind of really came off in this episode as being that kind of elitist. Not not okay. the guy talking to the homeless people under the bridge and being like this this man of all seasons, mayor, governor. Yeah. He really came yeah. off kind of like an elite snot, to me anyway. Yeah. You know? No, I see that. Um, I, I, I so. question throughout the season so far if he's been self-serving or if he has some um, benevolent-type plan going on. And so I think what we yeah. learned, or what I felt like I learned last night, was that he he does he is trying to do something good, but he does have an ego. He is very smart. It's very... But the fact that he has does have a, a you know I would say a big ego and is very mm-hmm. controlling and protective of everything I think that is what could is to his detriment in the situation. Yeah. So yes, he can be seen as this benefactor who was trying to you know in his own way try to save the world. Um, so that's a good thing. So it's not necessarily self-serving, but. Um, you know, it's, it's beneficial to everyone, but the, but he did lose, seem like he lost a little bit of self-control and that cause he like, mm-hmm. they tapped into, you know, to his ego. And then the fact that he is very, um, I guess, you know, proprietary about his and controlling about his inventions and things. 
that could be to his detriment as well because, like, we were were talking about the folks meeting at the rally point. There was a lot of information they didn't know, and they were, you know, not going to collaborate. Oh, no, he's trying to help people. You you can't, you know, if you control too much and don't disseminate the information, that could be a bad thing, too. So I I don't don't think he's, like, the evil genius, but I I think there are things about him that could be to his – the detriment – you know, to, uh, I, to his cause. So, I I agree, and 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 I think I think you've hit on something really interesting with that in mind. Is the only reason to make it so complicated the whole rally point thing and 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 have uh-huh. to relay, re- reveal this information now to your ground level troops is mm-hmm. because you didn't trust them before. You, yeah, they, they were they were too low on your food chain on your intellectual food chain food chain to trust. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think goes to your point of too controlling. You know, right. this is the human resistance. This is you're trying to encourage people to fight against what you see as this alien threat. You need to give mm-hmm. them some information more so than you have you have given them. And the only reason not to is that maybe you don't trust them. Yeah, it um, makes me a little nervous. It makes me yeah. nervous. Now, now, one thing I think that is so compelling about the series is the big questions, the what if, how would you do, the greater good, you know, how do you make these impossible decisions? Because I still struggle with, even though we, we you know, feel like we've learned that he's doing this for a good cause, it's hard to look the other way when his, he's sending buses and buses of people to Portland, probably to, to some type of factory facility. You know, he, yeah. yes, he's collecting all these, you know, best and brightest, as, as they said, you know, in this mm-hmm. archetype situation to try to save the world. But at the same time, do, is is that the best decision? Is that your only way to try to to save the world? Because you're just sending all these other people, you know. It's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, I, I agree with you, and I think this. The more the more we're talking through this, the the more I'm I'm feeling this point of. I think Kynes is all about the survival of humanity mm-hmm. for certain people. I don't. Okay. I, I I I don't know. You know, the more we're thinking through, because if he was really this humanitarian, he'd mm-hmm. be saving some of those boatloads of people and keeping them from the IGA and the ramps, not just mm-hmm. outliers, right? Mm-hmm. He, he, yeah. If it was if it was really about humanity, you know, listen. In the new world order, you're going to need people who know how to swing a hammer. You're going to yeah. need people who know how to, you know, buzz mm-hmm. the plumb. You know, you don't yeah. need just soldiers and, and artisans and, and, and educators and, and doctors. You need yeah. you need a robust society. Um, you know, I, I went to college. I got a bunch of degrees. I'm not the guy you want <laughs> calling to fix your, elect- your electrical wires or your plumbing. <laughs> You know, like yeah. yeah, you should maybe take someone off one of those boats. So I, I think yeah. the more we talk through this, the more I'm convinced that Kinds is all about the survival of humanity for certain people, for what okay. he sees as his ideal society. Like I feel like this is maybe even a chance for him to make society in him his image, um, uh-huh. which definitely supports okay. his controlling nature. Uh, what did you think of the title of the operation? So he goes to Glenn, send out an, an encoded SMS, Project Phoenix. Project Phoenix. I uh-huh. mean, talk about a lofty goal for a name, the Phoenix, you know, yeah. rising from the ashes. Rising from the ashes. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, wow. 
Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about you're swinging for the stars there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, that's the thing. This series just has such I think I dislike crimes. I think that's <laughs> I think talking to you is making me dislike crimes. I think that's what we're coming You know, it's funny because I love Wayne Brady. I think he's doing such a yeah. good job with it. I think he's being really complex with it, which I, uh-huh. which I don't think anyone really saw, uh, a Wayne Brady type of like a singing and dancing kind of guy. I think he's done a great yeah. job with it. And he has, he's been able to make these, yeah, these mm-hmm. kinds of conversations that you wouldn't have guessed. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think I like Hines. <laughs> yeah, I mean he it. calls he calls Seattle the model colony. It's, it's supposed to be this utopian thing, and but at the yeah. same time, even in the colony itself, forget for a second his um, his you know end game of trying to you know save humanity. If this is a model colony and no one knows about that end game, he's only keeping certain types of people. You know, um, so it's, it can be a little just dis- little disconcerting when you yeah when you start to think about that all right i have at least one more thing before we get into our second we definitely have to talk about the cold open what are your thoughts on that who is who is behind that is that would did you see that as some type of test of technology and who the heck is that thing or we saw at the end of that the predator, the the, the yeah. predator thing, the evaporator. I don't, yeah. That was weird. Like, why? Why is that pot? That was. I was watching. I was like, why is that pot out in the middle of the woods? You know, and it's open uh, on its own. It's, I don't think the guy inside was yeah. trying to get it open. No, he it's, fell out. He fell <laughs> out. <laughs> it opened. He opened. He literally fell out, and then it began to vomit. Yeah. I don't think he did it either. I think it opened. I yeah. some kind of timer. You know, he finds the the girl. They they strip down and show their back as an identification, right? Which marks them as outliers, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're these super soldiers, the two four six zero one from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah. And and yeah, and then they have to. They don't survive very long for super soldiers. They don't do a great job against whatever that predator machine was. Right. 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 Yeah. That's not great. It, it, I, That's not a I great sign it. if this is the best of the best. I know. I know that this is supposed to save the day. It felt like some sort of test to me, like a, like a, you know, like a peach tree dish. You know, we're going to sit this pot out here. We're going to have it open. It's all, he's going to find the bag. What are you going to do with the bag? Then he's going to find someone that's like him, you know, and they're going to realize they're on the same team. Then we find another one that has already been taken out and you see this, you know, shimmery, invisible, you know, type predator taking them out with ease. So, and then it's with ease. Ease. Yeah. Yeah. So are you – is it the enemy of our enemy that's testing this? Uh, but how would they have access to the pods? And, and you know, so how, I don't see how that could – how they could really be testing it. But I, the, the visual of the – what do we call it at the end of, of the open? The It almost looks kind of alien. He had gills and it's kind of – how would you describe – that I was so focused on yeah I thought I I, I think it was some kind of creature I was so focused on its like barrel like gun barrel that was kind of like in, in oh. like chest area I guess that yeah. was like uh-huh. it was kind of like slowing down from having been in like a rapid fire kind of thing it was just okay. disturbing the whole thing was disturbing today okay. uh, the whole cold okay. open from the time he falls down and begins to vomit the whole thing was kind of it, it made me very uneasy um, I took it as some kind of like um test in so far as let's see what these super soldiers can do and I feel like they failed miserably. Like that was my yeah. takeaway. It was like we're putting yeah. all this effort and time into 
putting, you know, training these super soldiers on this island, and, mm-hmm. you know, they can't take on this one creature, which which maybe is the rapt version of their enemy, right? Because we hear a couple times in this episode that mm-hmm. the, the super soldiers are going to be the frontline fodder for the rapt right. army that is coming. Um, yes. So, you know, maybe this is their version of, like, field testing, like, you know, where, where like, American soldiers would have to use to fight, like, mock-ups of, like, Soviets, you know, in, like, okay. field conditions kind of thing. Maybe this okay. is that. It didn't do yeah. great. I mean, that's it's not going to take long to burn through a bunch of super soldiers. If that's kind of how it goes. Um, yeah, I, I think for as the whole many thing for as many answers or that we sort of received or confirmations that we felt like we received in this episode, that was a big new question for sure. <laughs> that was yeah. what the heck is, is this? Who is who is you know doing this maneuver? And um, yeah, so. Yeah, it, it it made me uncomfortable as well. Very, uh, very obviously mysterious, creepy, stunning. Uh, as far as like, you you don't have a chance against this other yeah. thing or person or you know weapon. Was this the second? It's definitely at least the second. Or is, was this the third episode? I think it was only the second where we've had a cold open featuring Super Soldier, in, like without context that then wasn't followed up at all. Right, we had we had the prisoner outbreak where they eventually subdue him after he does his parkour across like yeah on the bar or whatever yeah. yeah yeah right 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 and then we have this one but I don't I don't think there's been a third one but both of them were very odd like how did that guy get out of his how did he escape his pod uh, yeah to to be on the run and it, was that a test like what, did they let him go to see what he would do Is oh that that's a good clear? point that I had never you know? thought about that until you just brought it up that could have been some sort of t- test as well. Like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, in in light of this, it made me think back to that, that it was like a setup, because obviously I don't think this guy chose to be dropped in the woods and disintegrated by some kind of weird alien tech. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, I, think, I think they're using them as like, pre- I think they're, they're, they're doing some kind of like field testing of these super soldiers that we just don't understand yet. But I think now we've seen okay. two concrete cases of it. Uh, we just don't understand how it's going to fit in, but I think both of those right. were examples of some kind of field testing by someone. But it has my interest for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. I love a good mystery. You know, the show went and answered my biggest mystery of the show of why Will never yeah. got yeah, yeah, you got that drone. Mm-hmm. I need another big mystery now. I need yeah. like another, you know, like uh, why do I watch the show? So no, I'm into that. I'm into that. The other thing I wanted to touch on before we um, go through our segments, um, Glenn. We spoke with Sergio, who plays Glenn, um, last week, and I, I think you had the chance to listen to that interview. It was a lot of fun and some good information. But he, um, we, we got to see that faithfulness that he mentioned in the interview um, this week because Sergio mentioned that, you know, we talked, how do you describe Glenn? You know, does he like kinds? Is he just working for him? Are they really allies? You know, and he described it as, you know, someone who really believed in kinds and was loyal to him and, and you know, faithful to, to his cause or whatever, you know. And he really did show that. This, this oh, yeah. At first, at first I thought, oh, he's faking, like, oh, I can't find it. Like, go, Glenn, you know, I can't I can't find kinds. But it really was that the network was down. He literally, I think, could not, you know, access his location. But I yeah. almost feel like even if he could – he would have played that card, like, you know, or he would have tried to I, well, deceive I mean, him and say, listen, 
Yeah. Yeah. They were they were holding him. At, they were holding, if not literal, they were holding him at metaphorical gun gunpoint. And and mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. and I I don't think Kynes expects Glenn to sacrifice himself in that situation mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know Kynes was prepared for it. I mean, he shut yeah. down the network. He everything yeah. I think Snyder described to Helena. Helena was like, maybe it's a coincidence. No, Helena, it's not a coincidence. Like, no, it's, it's not just Kynes doing moves. Everyone was yeah. making moves in this episode. Everyone was making moves. And, you know, I think Glenn was really, really against his will cooperating. It was really only until she threatened to put him in Antarctica. Uh, that yeah, he was like, yeah. Oh, look. And then he was like, I can't give you an answer anyway. Like, I'm literally yeah. doing the, the most amount of, the least amount of work I could possibly do to cooperate with you and not get killed. Uh, mm-hmm. But I can't really do anything anyway. Yeah, I love Glenn. I, 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 I love your film. Yeah. I'm a big fan I of so. <laughs> I got that, that sense that he would have tried to say, oh, no, I can't fight it because you know, they're probably – maybe they don't know how to – I mean, they don't know that technology or the communication system they're using. So I was like, yeah, yeah Glenn, you know, and but it turns out he really couldn't. But I, 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 I am – I'm throwing out there that I think even if he could have, he would have tried to not be able to, air quotes, find his location just because he yeah. was a loyal – uh, yeah, I think he would have so. them on location. I don't think it would have been the right location. I agree. I think he That's was, true. Yeah. he's a believer. Yeah. I think, he's a, I think yeah. he believes in uh, Project Phoenix and everything that kind of yeah. thing. But, you know, yeah. it makes sense, though. Like, kind of the kind of person who's going to surround himself with loyal soldiers, like really tested loyal soldiers. I don't think he would have Glenn sitting right outside his door doing mm-hmm. what Kynes is doing if he wasn't one of the most trusted and faithful. Um, okay. I think yeah. I think Kynes yeah. is paranoid enough to not put someone untested in that position. So yeah, uh, okay. a part of me, a part of me, because again, I, lo- I love Sergio. I, lo- I like him as an actor. I think he's fun. Uh, he's just got a faithfulness that kind of oozes off of him. Part of me was like entertaining in my head that he's going to turn out to be like a real mastermind of this whole thing. Oh, like, I mentioned that. <laughs> it, yeah, that possibility. Like, who could have suspected? I know. know? Yeah, exactly. He's, that would be a bad He's going to Kaiser Soze us, you know, like evil yeah. suspect. He's going to turn out to be like the, the brains <laughs> behind all of it. So that would be awesome. I amazing. support that idea. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. One thing we didn't touch on, if we, do you want to touch on after the segment, uh, about just a little bit of the Bram, Bram, Gracie, Meadow storyline. Do you want to save that for after, or is there anything you're jumping to say about that? No, I mean again, I think I think they're doing a lot with the Bram redemption uh, tour. You know, I, I really think they're they're trying to make him uh, this father figure in absence of actual parents this mm-hmm. season. Uh, his outburst about the milk made me laugh out loud, but it was also kind of like, <laughs> yeah, he's right. You know, it's like, kind of last straw. He didn't have good milk. Yeah, yeah. He, it, was, it, was, it was literally his. It was the it was the straw that broke his camel's back. He's yeah, like, he's yeah. like, you me, you deserve to have milk that's not spoiled, you know? It's just a funny line, and I met, I yeah. can't believe he did that in one take. Like, he just had to take several takes, because it was such a funny line, but he delivered it yeah. so earnestly. Uh, yeah, I would love to yeah. see how it takes up that line. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah but then, like, you know, him that... running into the fire, you yeah, know, that's yeah. very heroic. It's a, you know, so... Yeah, all these things are going along with it, that character development of he's maturing and, and trying to do the right thing, uh, you know, and, yeah, adulting. Um, so, but my big, <laughs> my takeaway from that is that I'm still wondering if there's something 
you, you know, some twist or something with Meadow and her family because it, it reminds me of the Amy thing. Like I keep waiting for some sort of twist or reveal, but is it really just another element of the series that's showing humanity and them finding other sort of parents and, and family to be with because their parents are gone, you know? Is it, is it just no. a reflection of, of is, is it as simple as that, in other words, or is there something else going on? Um, but I, isn't I just, that interesting, though? Isn't that yeah. interesting though, that that's your thought on? Because I'm in the same as I take for you. Like they, I, I, they are suspicious as all get out for me. Yeah. And, yeah. And I feel like, and I feel like that's what the show wants you to think. You know, like this, this is so fun to me. It's it's making me question faith and humanity. I know. You know, yeah, it's making me question. That's humanity. what we've been yeah. trying to do. You know, yeah. the best yeah. shows train you how to watch their show. We I talk about this with the dailies right. when we talk about Westworld. You know, Westworld uh-huh. teaches you how to watch the show with its jumping timeline. I feel like uh-huh. Tony is teaching you to watch the show in a very specific way. Yeah. Trust, trust everyone. No trust no one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think that's what they want you to do, Tracy. I think that's what yeah. they want you to do. Yeah. yeah. That that's that's where I am with that. I can I continue to uh to wonder. So all right. Yeah, but you know, I'm all about the the brand redemption tour. Listen, I've been hard on him. I've been hard on him for yeah. years at this point. Yeah. You know, I, I wanna like him. I wanna believe that this isn't just some kind of red herring and he's gonna end up doing some bonehead brand thing, you know, that's <laughs> gonna kill everyone and, you know, get it all, you know, ruined in the end. But yeah. and we're through episode what, eight? No, uh, this was episode eleven. Eleven, you know, and 11 Bram, yeah, yeah, and Bram was Bram's been solid this season, you know, except for some I, weird I, stuff I, at the very beginning when they were still in the woods. I love a good good redemption story, so I'm I'm all about for it. Sure, yeah, I agree, so, with you. I agree with you. First up, we want to talk about who owned the episode. Do you want to play or pass? Ooh, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass. Okay, okay. Um. Cool. Who owned the episode for me? I, you know, been thinking that through, and I think I'm going to go with Kynes. Um, just like we said, he didn't necessarily – he seemed like he lost a little bit of his, you know, self-control there, temper, whatever, you know, showed some of his cards. But but in for the most part, he had his plan ready, and he reacted, and he reacted strongly, and he's like, you're not going to cross me or mess up my plan. I'm shutting down communications. I've got this protocol set up, um, and I'm going to disappear. You're not going to be able to find me. Um, so that that was impressive to me enough, I think, to say that he owned the episode. And, and we learned that his his plans uh, ran deeper than than maybe we thought originally. You know that he was building this this sort of army, um, and, and yeah. he had this bigger objective. In mind, um, yeah, the backups so. to his backups, you know, I, yeah, I, you know, yeah, smart yeah. guy, yeah. Um, I, I, I would see, I, 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 he's obviously he was one of my top two. I was thinking about, and mm-hmm. I, so I'm gonna cause, because you said it, I'm gonna play contrarian, and I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. Snyder because mm-hmm. because of, and I'll, well, I'll use a couple reasons, but I think, um, yeah, they, I think Snyder uh, got under his skin got under his skin enough to the point where you finally see kind metaphorically scratch at that Snyder itch. You know, he's been yeah. really good at ignoring him. Like Snyder's yeah. been now a few episodes buzzing around his business <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah. not, he's kept his cool. He's been telling Harris, you know, he's telling everyone and he's not, <laughs> we're, we're still going, 
You know, we're yeah. still we're still full full uh, force ahead. Uh, tonight he scratched. Tonight he finally broke. But I think the most interesting part was where he's talking about is after the bombing. It's after uh-huh. his second in command has told him that Harris was definitively dead before the bombing, and uh, and kind yeah. of says something like, you know, that's sloppy. Like the only reason they would allow that is because they don't care that I know. And yeah. I think that is a variable that he didn't plan on. I, I think okay. you're a thousand percent right. I think he had planned contingencies. I think he was ready to go with that crash the network, his rally points, his protocols, and I think it all played out. I think uh-huh. he didn't predict Snyder because I think he underestimated Snyder because I think he thinks of Snyder as yeah. a small brain. And uh-huh. and I think and I think that was an example of him underestimating Snyder, and I think ultimately those kinds of things are going to mm-hmm. be kinds of undoing. Cause, yeah. And so yeah. I'm going to go with Snyder because mm-hmm. at the end of the episode, Snyder is, the, despite his no, no, I don't want to be the governor of Seattle, you know, <laughs> you know that is exactly where Alan Snyder wanted to be. The question is why, and I have a whole I have right. a theory about it. Okay. The question okay. is why. Snyder okay. Snyder wanted to be staring out that window of Seattle that yeah. Kynes had as the leader of Seattle. And you know what? At the end of the episode, he yeah. was. So I think Did Snyder wanna, rocks this episode. Do you want to share that theory, or are you holding holding that back? Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty basic. I think at the end of the day, I think Snyder wanted to take control of Seattle because uh-huh. Seattle is where it's at. It's got all the outliers, known and unknown. It's uh-huh. got this infrastructure that Kynes was so graciously had put into place. It's got this this new Kevlar material that hopefully mm-hmm. can be mass-produced. I think Snyder turns out to take Seattle. I think he's going to team with Will. And I okay. think I think they, I think Snyder, together with Will and Will's band of married men and women, are going to be the the face of the resistance. I think Snyder ends up being the ultimate turncoat to the rap mm. and the IGA. That's been my that's been my that's been my silent theory all along. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I think there is a true deep connection between him and Will that you see peaks and valleys of, and I think everyone writes off as just Snyder being duplicitous. Um, I don't think so. I think when it comes to Will, I think there is a true bond there. That yeah. he is in his own way carrying out a plan to mm-hmm. uh, to put into fruition the way he sees fit, and it costs people yeah. deaths. It costs it costs a death like Harris, but I think this was stage like three of maybe like six or seven mm. of him putting himself in a position to really take on the IGA and the Raps in a definitive I, way. I like it. I like it. I, I'm 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 all in. And and uh, you know he tells Elena that his gift is playing all sides. I really think one of his gifts is that people do underestimate him, and he plays that up. I oh think, yeah, you know. Oh yeah. He allows yeah, he yeah. allows that to happen, and then uses it to his advantage. Um, yeah, that's so. why he laughs at things when Kynes gets on his high horse about the small brain. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you're small brained, and you know I can't believe you you survived as long as he is. Like Snyder eats that stuff for breakfast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go call ahead, me. go ahead, go down that call road. Uh-huh. You know, call me, call me a pathetic community college, you know, provost. You know, yeah. like, yeah, you know, I'm still here, buddy. 
you know? I'm I still here. Fresh off yeah. the plane from Davos. You know, and that, um, and that yeah. goes back to what Helena said about adaptability being a key component that the algorithm didn't, you know, identify that Snyder yeah. has. You know, yeah. so there there are some things that the algorithm doesn't capture. Mm-hmm. I think right, I think yeah, I think he's been playing chess. I think he's been 15 moves ahead of everyone this entire time. And I think okay. to, I think that episode was like his first. Like I just took your queen off the board. I, I really think. Yeah. It was, that kind of level move for him. So Okay, good deal. Well, I'm going to play my pass card on Biggest Reveal and ask you to go first this time. What's uh, the biggest reveal biggest... of the episode? The biggest reveal of the episode, I think, has to be that this, at least on its face right now, yeah, Kynes wasn't just tacitly allowing this resistance to to mm-hmm. to be uh, in Seattle, but was actively fermenting it. Was yeah. through through this subversive way was growing this army. I think that was the biggest reveal. Um, okay. it, it occurred to me, but I, if if that was a thing that was going to come out, I didn't think that was going to be into like a very late stage thing. So I th- I was okay. I was I was a little surprised at that whole. Yeah, no. Kynes is really our guy. He's he's the reason you're all alive. Um, mm-hmm. That it was just that known, um, which it yeah. seems to be that known. You know, because I mm-hmm. thought Harris was going to end up being some kind of double, triple agent. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I wondered about that. Yeah. But it, I mean, no. I, I think if taking them on their face, revealing that Kynes is really on the Bussard will side, that that's the real okay. reason that they've been left alone to, yeah. to Rome. Um, okay. For me, I think that's the big reveal from the episode. Okay, good one. Yeah, I definitely uh, considered that as an option and might have used it if you had not. <laughs> but I'm going to go <laughs> with um, I'm going to go with a reveal of in the in the cold open and and we it's a, it actually was more of a question than a reveal, but it, it tells us that there's something very powerful weaponry, whatever you want to call it, out there that doesn't even seem to have been been considered by most of the people in the show. I, I don't know if Kynes has anything to do with that or has any awareness of it, but as an audience member, I sure didn't. Um, and so it, it seems like like we talked about these outliers being, being these amazing soldiers, and they are, you know, in their own right. But then against something like this, how do you compete? So um, just just revealing that there's there's this whole other level of, you know, ammunition or whatever you want to call it out there um, was... Frightening. Frightening. Yeah. Frightening. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to I'm going to go with that one I like that. this week. I like that. Mm-hmm. I really I mean that that has, that has to rocket that whole scene and what it stands for really has to rocket to the top of anyone's, you know, colony mm-hmm. big questions list. Cuz it, it, it yeah. was so random mm-hmm. and unseen before, you know. Yeah. I totally got yeah, I, I mean, the invisibility cloak with Harry Potter. Yeah. I was like, Harry, are you there? Is that you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, have you even seen a tree in, in four episodes since they've entered Seattle? Like, all of a sudden, it was just like, the whole thing was very jarring for me. Yeah, how are we back, back in the, the woods? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, and that's a good point. We don't even know geographically exactly where they were. You know, the, the closest we've seen is like when they're kind of walking through a park 
and there's a few trees. But yeah, we haven't been back in the woods. So are we assuming this is on that Blake Island or nearby, or or could it be somewhere completely different, you know, altogether? Yeah. So yeah, my my my. Uh, go ahead. What were you oh, oh, I was going to say, I, I, in a show that really hasn't, like, really fleshed out the whole time jump and the amount of time in the space, I thought Amy's comment about them hiking up the coast, the west coast, was an interesting one, because I think that really oh, actually yeah. puts a kind of time stamp on it, uh, yeah, on how much time it is. It's, it's not been a forefront question, but it definitely left me wondering about how much time has really passed since the events mm-hmm. of, like, Charlie's death, you know? And right. For the hike on foot up the west coast from California to mm-hmm. Seattle, yeah, it's got to take some time, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Unless that they does add on a train time somewhere. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Yeah. I like, I like, I like when the show does that too, because that's such a nickel yeah. of detail that you know you wouldn't get in lesser shows. But I like that. Yeah, growth yeah. of stuff. For sure. Anyway. All right. Well, it's time to rate the episode between one and ten. Josh Holloway hair flips with 10 being the most amazing ever because i mean really if you got 10 josh holloway hair flips in a row you would just be blown away so to the given uh (laughs) i you know this was a very uh moving the chess pieces on the board for the final two episodes Mm -hmm. um you know when i I jumped on twitter at the end of this episode or no actually i think before the episode I, i think you know i said like uh, you know, Team Snyder's making moves. Team, you know, uh, Will, Will yeah. Arch, that's what I call Broussard and, and Will, uh, making uh-huh. moves. And Team Kynes is making moves. Everyone's making moves tonight. Everyone was, everyone was putting Jockey in for, for spaces on the board. Sure. Um, yeah. Which, which tends to be boring episodes. I thought tonight was mm-hmm. actually a fortune. I think last night was a pretty interesting episode. I think, yeah. I think we got to see a lot. Uh, I'm giving yeah. this, I want to give it a nine. I'm giving this eight and three quarter Josh Holloway hair flips. 8.75. 8.75 hair flips. That's where I'm going. Okay. Strong rating. I think I'm going to go with seven and a half um, Josh Holloway okay. hair flips. And it was a good episode. Um, I think I'm just still sort of on the precipice of this battle. You know, and I kind of thought mm-hmm. it, it, it's my own fault probably for thinking there was going to be some type of battle this time we definitely got more confirmations of you know these this train of thought that we're going along with with kinds that was some some good confirmation about where his head is at um and it filled in a lot of gaps and filled in those pieces but i'm kind of i'm kind of holding out for what's next what's the next big event um that's going to happen so it was good and and it was very informative um very informative i think that's why it's so high for me yeah, so a, lo- a lot of interesting detail, um, a lot of the pieces, like you said, coming together and some interesting moves. Um, but it was probably, I probably, if I if I raise it down at all, it was probably just my anticipation that there was going to be. Um, I mean, and there was. I mean, there certainly were big events. I mean, no doubt. I mean, we, we can't dismiss, you know, Harris and that, and the, and the convoy and everything, but. Um, I think I'm waiting for this this battle, this this war that they've been talking about, you know, with with yeah. the host. Are we going to see Are any of that action this season? Yeah. You know, so um, but no, it was it was good, strong strong episode. So strong episode. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like this week and I feel like last week 
uh, were really transition episodes um, because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they're moving to, I mean, just based on how TV shows, I think 13 episode season TV shows go, I think mm-hmm. these to episodes 10 and 11 have been real transition, real moving people yeah. around, and, and, and the last exposition you're going to get. I think, yeah. you know. Well, it's setting the stage. It's setting the stage. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of set dressing, a lot of stage setting. I mm-hmm. think that's done now. I think mm-hmm. we've got Kynes in the wind. You've got Snyder up top. You've got the resistance, you know, coalescing. You have to imagine that Amy, Will, Broussard, Katie are going to rise to the top of that aspect of it. You know, right. got Bram flipping out about milk at home with Gracie. You know, <laughs> feeling like feeling like he's a part of something, but not really being a part of anything. I, I think mm-hmm. everyone is in that last spot, that last staging area before the big confrontation, whatever it may be, in these last two episodes. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I think you're going to see something next week. I, I haven't seen it. I'm completely unspoiled at this point. Um, I think you're going to see the beginning of some major action, uh, end of season okay. action next week. I, I think so. everyone's there. If everyone's okay. not yeah. there, they're really close to that last jumping off point before they'll okay. go. So. Yeah, I yeah. feel like we have to be at this point. That's 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 yeah. my feeling too. So, yeah. all right, um, good good stuff. And I I'm still holding out, wondering who's going to be at dinner when Gracie and Bram show up at the next dinner. I think there could be maybe Glenn. Okay, here you go. Maybe Glenn will be at the dinner. And we are going to find out that Glenn is the mastermind and in charge of Project Phoenix, and it's just going to be off the charts of what goes down at that dinner. I'm half joking, um, yeah. obviously. I, but. Am, <laughs> I am pretty sure we're going to see a scene where uh, Wayne Brady takes off his mask and is uh, actually Glenn underneath. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it turns out that he is the entire mastermind. And uh, yes, yes. he just also happens to like doing data entry, and I think that's why he picked himself as the <laughs> as the secretary of science. Uh, you could write this series. Just I saying. could totally write the series. You know, Tom, <laughs> give me a call. I'll help you out. Season four, I'm available. Just, con- uh, just consider our thoughts. You know, just just yeah, you know, throw the bone. I I sent you several letters with uh, based on magazine cutting out letters and stuff. Please don't respond to my mail. <laughs> I don't understand why. I sent oh, you clips of my hair. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, think oh, man. Interesting. I think, I think we're in store for a couple, I think we're in store for two great episodes to wind up what I think has probably been their best season. So. Bring it on. Bring it on. So. I'm with you, girl. Bring it on. Let's do it. You know, I can't wait to get here. So. Thanks for chatting with me tonight. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate your input. Um, I'm sure Jay would have had all the same answers. Just kidding. Um, we'll, be, we'll have to get Jay's take on this. He has I'm been. terrified of Jay's take. I, you know, I disagreed <laughs> with Jay's take from last week. Uh, I think yeah. he took his grouchy pills. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I disagree with him. Uh, I, I can say <laughs> that because there's no way that he's listening this far into this episode, um, so he will never know I said this. But no, I disagree. <laughs> I did. I, I, you know, I didn't think last week was a barn burner. But I didn't think it was a yeah. bad episode. I thought, it, I thought it was a good episode. Yeah. I think it was serviceable. You know, I think, you know, some episodes in the 13-hour season are not going to be as great as others. Uh, and I think maybe that's, that's true. what was. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think yeah. it's bad. I think it's a good to do. It's all part of the piece of the 
of the yeah. whole master yep. plan. So. Yeah, I mean, right. in an ideal world, in an ideal world, Colony is best binged. I think where you can watch several hours at a clip, and I, I think, I think that's where Colony is. I think ideally how you would be able to watch it if you wanted to, you know, wait till yeah. the whole season's over and then watch it all in one clip. I think you probably get the most out of it. Uh-huh. And I think yeah. so. Ten works better if you watch it together, which is either nine or then with this one. You watch it in like yeah, as part of a larger picture. So. Sure. But yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. I love I love talking to right. you. So yeah, well, I, I really good. appreciate it. It's fun. It. All yep. right, back for more next Tracy. week. See what happens. Bye. Bye. We're going to leave you with some music from Moon. Their song titled "I Got a Fever," which was featured in episode five of season one on Colony. You can find Moon on iTunes. So check them out. Enjoy the music. So you think you want me? Do you think you?